0: Hello Dave, uh, just wanted to say, uh, sorry to hear you're ill, sorry, really sorry to hear you had some uh, Miss Burrito Con as well man, And that, that's got to hurt hasn't it, Um I'm really sorry about that, wish you well, hope you get better soon man, really looking forward to hearing you back behind the mic, and yeah, thanks for the heads up about Purple Worm too, um, not jealous, honest, <laughs> get well soon man, game on.
1: tells to happenstance. the dice rule every random chance. Take off your coat and stay a while, we're rolling that deep time
2: Hi, everyone, it's Dave. Just a couple of things before I get started today. The first is, if you go back and count my episodes from the very first, this is the 96th one that I've put out. So I'm coming up for episode 100 sometime soon, and I've decided to drop the seasons thing. (laughs) You'll have noticed throughout season two, uh, I've labelled things in all kinds of funny ways, and Month, bonus episodes and stuff like that. I've decided to just go back to the numbering, The other one is you may have caught the first episode of Purple Worm. If you haven't, look it up on Anchor. I'm not sure if it's on iTunes or Spotify yet. But Purple Worm is a collaborative venture between myself, Pete Jones of Dragons Are Real, John Allen Large of Red Dice Diaries, and Colin Green of Spike Pit. Uh, I hope you'll enjoy it. Um, and if you do feel free I don't know how many call-ins we're going to play on that show so if there's a thing you want to discuss then feel free to call into any of the associated podcasts including my own if you want to pick up something from Purple Worm. Oh thanks to Che for the good wishes there which I added in afterwards of course cheers very much and I'm feeling a heck of a lot better thank you. So this is all call-ins today. These goes go back either to the interview that I did with Griff Mon Morgan III. Please do go back and have a listen to that. If you haven't heard that, you need a bit of time. Um, but that was my, I think that was my most significant contribution to Anchorites Appreciate Arneson Month. I uh, did a follow-up episode, responding to some call-ins. And here are some further responses, starting with RFED. RFED
1: here. Just been listening to the interview. Uh, it took me a while to to finish it because it was quite long, but um, it it made me think about my wargaming um, in the beginning with my brother. Um, we we did a sort of um, Napoleonics and American Civil War down a, a sort of gaming club. Um, we did the Warhammer sort of fantasy stuff more at home, but. It never really came across that it was anything like role-playing to me and I couldn't really see how they sort of fed into each other. But when listening to the interview, uh, they obviously had a, a referee or an umpire of some sort and they were doing a more campaign-focused theme with maybe fog of war and moves uh, and not so much actual figures on table, maybe more campaign-driven. So it was good to listen to that, and it sort of, yeah, made more sense to me. Cheers.
2: Thanks for that, Alfred. Yeah, there clearly are some differences in wargaming experience, because uh, in a couple of contributions time, I've got some responses from Jason, where he suggests that the referee is quite common to his US experience. So maybe there is a UK US thing. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what other people have got to say about that. Cheers for the call-in as usual Alfred. I'm glad you enjoyed the interview (laughs) Then we got a couple of call-ins responding to my idea of a a refereed um, antagonistic dungeon crawl. First up is Che from Roleplay Rescue and then uh, there's a call from the
0: Elusive tj drennan hello dave it's che from roleplay rescue listening to your war Games and referees episode thank you so much for that it was good um you know what i have played a game in which the players uh split into two groups one group took on the denizens of a dungeon Uh, i think it was a group of orcs and the others took on the fort the invading adventurers We gave the orc side the map, and they were allowed to spend some time prepping their dungeon for invasion. They knew full well that humans were coming to exterminate. And then we played it through with them wrangling the monsters. I think each player had a group which consisted of a small group of orcs and some kind of leader um, they identified with. And then obviously the general players were playing souped-up individual heroes. And that was a good, fun time. I should do it again sometime.
3: Hey, Dave, I was listening to your talk about your antagonistic dungeon parties idea. We have two adventuring parties at each other's throats trying to get the same goal. And I like what we're saying, but uh, I think what you need is two referees, one for each group. So they can be going through the dungeon without knowing what's going on with the other group, right? And have all kinds of interesting ways that they might be able to interact before they get into just face-to-face combat. So uh, when are we running this, Dave?
2: Yes, thanks, Jay and TJ. Thanks for the vote of confidence. I'm glad you've um, enjoyed Similar experience before Che. I definitely think there's something there, um, and I'd be excited to do it. TJ, yes, um, you're right, and it would be incredibly exciting to run that with you. I think I'll I'll add that to the list of games that I'm currently talking about running online. (laughs) Maybe, maybe at some less. Busy time in my existence. We might get round to that. Uh, perhaps we'll bounce some ideas back and forth. Uh, but thanks for the call in and the interest. All right, now we've got an epic call in from Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast.
3: Hey Dave, Jason here from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just want to call, comment on your recent Colin episode about your interview. Colin wasn't real familiar with seeing referees in war games I wonder what Chase experience for that is here in the states it's super common so when, when we go to when you go to a convention here in the states or you go even when i've gone to people's homes to play for groups there's almost always a referee for the game so I, I wonder if that's a cultural thing that developed here in america with the referees i mean i know if you look at the history of war games there have always been referees for like the military side but i'd be really interested to hear if it's common at conventions over there in the uk because it's it's kind of the norm from what I've seen over here. So I'm going to probably have a couple Jacksons in here. I've got s- some other thoughts I want to give you. He mentioned to you Fletcher Pratt's rules, naval rules, and said they're out of print. They're here, available here in Amazon in the U.S. They're probably on Amazon UK. I'll put a link up in the Audio Dungeon. But you can still get those rules, just so you know, the naval rules. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention really, oh, as far as an adversarial dungeon crawl, with two competing parties, I'm all in. Let me know, I'll take a day off work to do it. Doesn't matter. Let let me in. I'd or you know, let me know. I'd love to play in that. So war games. Pete touched on this. Pete Jones from Dragons of Real podcast, and when I mentioned Colin, of course, I was talking about Colin and the Spike Pit RPG podcast. Guess I need to plug everybody. Um, but anyhow, Pete talked about skirmish board games. So skirmish games. So in the war game community, you've got like you're talking about like the huge armies, but there's a subset of war games that I think probably gets played more, to be honest with you, It's called Skirmish Games. And Skirmish War Games are where you have small squads or maybe a platoon each or something like that. And so Skirmish Games are actually my favorite kind of war games. I'm not so much into... I've got battalions of men and all that. I much would prefer having a smaller group with individual guys. I mean, they all still get killed pretty quick, depending on what you do. But still, the Skirmish game is what you're looking for, I think. And there are some really good Skirmish systems out there. Um... Although I need to check availability because I've been out of the out of the loop for a while, so I don't know if the games I'm gonna tell you are at out of print or not. There's one called Force on Force that's really cool. That has a dice chain kinda like Savage Worlds. And it also, you know, it, it works really well and they've got different th- different variants for different theaters of operation. So that's an option. It's more of a modern game. So Pig Wars is really cool. It's Viking raids. If you look for pig wars online, you should see the pig war rules. So those are kind of that's a that's a nice. You're playing you know Viking raiders. So that's kind of a cool game. Um, I have pimped two hour war games a number of times. Ed does a great job. His rules sometimes take a little effort to read, but the system is really cool. It's really simple. If you go to two hour war games website, he has free rules on there. He has a fantasy set of free rules and a like a modern set of free rules. And his rules, which are built around what's called the chain reaction system, allow you to... You control your, like, one character, your star, but all your allies and all your hirelings and stuff are totally up to morale. So you're going to roll on that random t- table to see if, if somebody shoots at them, whether they're going to run or hide or, you know, just like he was telling you in the interview. So two-hour war games are highly recommended. The last one I'll mention... I mean, there there are just so many rule sets... But if you look at Space Grunt or Star I'm sorry, Star Grunt. So Stargrunt is the ground combat, the infantry version for kind of like Space Marines or whatever. But it's it's a simplified one. I, I think it's based over there in the UK. The company is. But look for Star Grunt. I think it's Star Grunt 2 now. But they 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 do a, a ship combat, like a spaceship combat version, and they do Star Grunt, which is is land guys, the infantry, and then they have a, like a vehicle, like a tank version too. And I'm away from my desk, so I don't remember what everything's called. But those are are pretty decent systems and pretty simple as well. So, But for what you're looking for, something quick to set up and easy to use, to our war games, if you can grok the rules, actually it's designed to run on a 3x3 three three table, and you could use any kind of miniatures, and I, I think that's a good way to go. Okay, last one, Song of Blades and Heroes. So look for songs and blade of hero songs and blades of heroes. Ganesha games like the Indian God. Um, they have a, he has a ton of different rule sets but they're all skirmish games. You measure you, you make special measuring sticks so you're not using a ruler to measure like all these other games. with songs you um, you cut three length of st- measuring sticks and you just use those to measure. They're really simple um, and, and that might work for you too. So that might be worth a look. okay. Uh, I'll stop now because I've just burned up half a show with my calling. Jason,
2: thank you. Some really
3: cool recommendations in there. I really appreciate you
2: calling in. So firstly, yeah, if I do um, run this adventuring party on Adventuring Party Game, then you are definitely in there. Don't worry about that. So, yeah, I think I mentioned in some other correspondence with you, Jason, that I had got hold of, two hour dungeon crawl at some point and absolutely couldn't grasp (laughs) what was going on with it it looked exciting, I've now got hold of um, the fantasy rules for two hour war games, both the um, whatever it is, swordplay, the free one and the slightly fuller one, and uh, I'm looking forward to giving that a try, I'd hoped to do that this weekend, but various things uh, prevented it, so I've got some reservations about it maybe you can help me out with, but as I say I haven't tried it yet so one is as i understand it um it doesn't appear to have any tactical movement when you get into an encounter you go onto the board which seems to me to be a a sort of a holding space for the the various minis and a good way of lining them all up against each other when you want to assign targets but apart from ducking back and a few other things it doesn't seem to me that there's any tactical movement which I will which I find odd I don't know if I find it disappointing yet but I find it odd the other thing is that it's I mean it moves us away from what I was thinking about which was you know the tactical game with a referee because the point of the two-hour war games is um, they are so algorithmically run that you don't even need an opponent. You can play it on your own, or you can play it with a teammate, um, just against um, against you know enemy enemies that act according to the roll of the dice. So you, you, you it's it's moving us even further away from that idea of a, a of a referee who makes calls. Um, and the the other thing is, it seems um, I don't know. So yes, you've mentioned you have your star who has the quality of free will, but all of your um, what are they called all of your grunts um yeah behave in accordance with the role of the dice so whether they they flee or charge in or whatever and it seems to me that if i was playing that solo i would i would just be playing a lot to find out what the dice told me you know even the free will of the star doesn't seem to do very much because i can't Move that character around. There, are, there isn't tactical movement, um, and I don't have those kinds of options for the rest of my squad. So I don't know. It seems to me that that might be. Um that might be too simplified for me or maybe there's something about the play and how it plays out that I haven't grasped yet but I'm looking forward to trying that I will do that first as I say because that's something I had some exposure to although I hadn't realised until I started looking it up that I already had the two hour dungeon crawl uh, and then got hold of the other stuff and then I'll start working through some of the other suggestions because yeah I do crave a nice simple pick up skirmish game that I can hopefully get the kids into um, but yeah Thanks for the call in, as usual. Jason, really enjoyed that, and I'll look forward to following that up.
0: Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact Dave, please leave a message on Anchor, email dpercentile at gmail.com, or find him on Twitter at d underscore percentile.